quick, I want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to us by the good folks at Parallax. Now, Parallax is operation software for your digital services shop, and they help sales work with the team. So I got to tell you, if you want somebody who gets nerdy about forecasting and resource planning, you want to talk to Parallax. They're going to help you get your shit together. Also, we are brought to you today from our good friends at Platform SH. When it comes to front ends, back ends, websites, apps, whatever, they're gonna help you get your product off the ground and help you scale it. They're that kind of a host. So with that, let's get on with the show. Listening to Bizcraft. <laughs> oh man, I used to catch so much shit for that intro, that music. It was like, it was like, like what? It was like Scottish rock. It was like crazy. It was amazing. I it loved it. Good. Now you only catch hell on this intro from me <laughs> and Rob. And well, okay, thanks. Because <laughs> Rob is was one of those people that listens, and um, you know the thing about the intro to this song is I just I just want to. Like nice bubble bath. Yeah, well, that's what this and, show is. It's a nice. And then bath. we show up. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's like, hey, while you're lighting that candle, and I hand you this <laughs> lovely glass of wine, let's talk about business shit. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> so By we're the way, re- those crunches are working. <laughs> okay. So we're recording this right after the long weekend, but you're watching this <laughs> after the long weekend and after you've had your shitty week. So. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do this weekend, man? What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Why are you so upset today? You are. I'm worried about you, Gene. Before we do the show, little intervention. Are you having post-event distress? Are you having post-event trauma? Are you, know, you having post-event a depression? A little bit. Yeah. It happens. It's funny, isn't it? You had your huge karate tournament. Mm-hmm. I, ca- I called it karate. You did. I'm not picking on you anymore for like an hour. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, hold on. One more. One more. Let's do it again. All right. Okay. Um, so I just, but are you okay? Cause it, it does. It yeah. just feels like you're down. Yeah. Yeah. It happens, man. You know how it is. You build and build and build. And then you're like, mm. and then it's over and you're like, All right, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. I just wait for the next one. <laughs> well, you, you suck it up and you do a podcast. That's right. We're doing this. So right, how was so your my, weekend? You know what I did this weekend? How how was your weekend? I do know what you did this weekend. You you encouraged young people to punch each other. Mm-hmm. I did the same. <laughs> Different format. I yelled over the fence at my neighbors <laughs> and said, Yeah, we'll come over here and oh shit, they're coming. And then I ran oh, inside. Yeah. Um no, it was a great it was a great weekend, man. Um the weather here was oddly mild it didn't Mm. get crazy hot uh we had some friends over for memorial day um actually talked a little bit about memorial day and uh no it's uh i think it's important to you know just recognize everybody who's given so much for this country and we i've never really slowed down to think about it and i don't know if it's the pandemic or what it is but um 
I don't, my dad was Navy, but he was only sort of Navy. He was in for me maybe four years and he was a psychologist. He was studying rats and, you know, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. You've got military in your family, right? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's dad was uh, both in the Korean war and the Vietnam war. And my uh, cousin through that family was in uh, Iraq. We lost him in Iraq. So it does have a, does have a special moment for us on Memorial day. We always think about him. There you go. Wow. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, it is what it is. But we, yeah, we had a good weekend. Um, we had awesome. friends come over, little kids. You know, anytime you have like six-year-old, four-year-old, and there's a pool, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, like, nothing great. else matters. So, really yeah, cool. they, they had a blast and, you know, cooked out and did all the things and listened to pool music and, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, how, how many times have you heard Jesse's Girl? that's a good song why can't you block a song like you can block a person that would be a great feature in spotify that would i don't necessarily want to block jesse's girl i'm fine with springfield but all the kid rock shit yes he's got all the kid rock shit gotta go (laughs) okay i was gonna ask you what song you blocked but you blocked a whole dude so i'm just gonna block him that would be amazing yeah probably eminem (sighs) as well um, uh, there, there's there's some Eminem stuff. That's <laughs> I don't know what it is, so don't push me on it. Uh, what about you? How was your weekend? It was good, man. I had the tournament, and then uh, we did the whole you know Memorial Day thing where we grilled out and stuff, and uh, yeah. it was awesome, man. I'm still full, cool, still recovering a little bit because our our tournament was three days, so uh, it's a lot of work and um, intense. You said 500 people? No. Well, 500 500 competitors. So if you, each competitor brings about two people. So if you do the math yeah. on that, you know, it's like 1,500 people. So it's, it's huge. Um, do you mark whole, up the hot dogs? you mark up the hot dogs? Yeah, like yeah mark up the hot dollar. dogs, yeah. We, hey, uh, we're closing up, folks. We hit our $1,000 goal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody, everybody wins the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. What are we talking about today, Gene? When clients want to manage the design process. I think this came out of the uh, the Slack back channel there. It did. It came out of the Slack channels. And you know, Gene, this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> All right, folks. We appreciate you. Now, you know, it, it is, this was a great conversation that, that showed up in the, uh, in the owner's channels in Slack. And it's one of those that it's been around forever. Like yeah. pre-web, pre-internet, like mm-hmm. old school advertising. Days. Oh, like yeah. Probably David Ogilvie. Look it up, folks. Probably John Caples. He was just a writer. But but if you look at it, there's always been some desire. And in the old advertising days, they probably didn't care because they were just making money off media. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. Right? But, but the thing that gets me on this, it, it really backs up to choosing your clients, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or what, what agreements you sign. Because if you find out after you start the project that the client has a designer they want to use, that's on you. Yeah. Or or if you find out after and you don't have any recourse, right? So so this is going to happen sometimes. You go, oh, you know, we have this designer we'd really like to use. We like their style. Or you know what? We're trying to save some money. They won't say that, right? Or they really understand who we are. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. But when you come into that initial agreement, like we always had, we, we call it the voices in the shadows. Anybody who was not at the table for the kickoff that showed up later, 
we had the right to redo the entire agreement. We could redo the entire estimate because the game had changed. You, um, uh, when did I caught that from you, you and Gabe, like a long time ago? I think it's back when you had the, the pause clause when you, you were introducing that in one of you guys' talks. I think you introduced that at the same time. It could be. I, I mean, and, I remember we were fixing everything after our 100th project and we saw mm -hmm. what went wrong all the time. And I think both of those clauses originated from us just digging deep into every project that went off the rails. Right. But that's a great one that if, you're, if your contract doesn't have that in there now, you really need to. I mean, the very next one, you need to get that shit in there. Um, yeah. Well, and, that, and check with I, your lawyer because it always changes. But for us, those two clauses fixed a lot of things. I find that that one actually is not so much the designer. Like, hey, we've got this designer. It's more the like, oh, there's this person that's actually in charge. And I know we've done yeah. all this work, but they don't like these things. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this person been for the last year and a half? Well, that's it, right? Well, they were over there waiting on this to get to a point where they could come in and say, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the whole, and you know, it's, it, this is a term I first heard. Again, I am really just going to tell you, I'm old as dirt. But <laughs> I heard this term probably in the late 80s, early 90s, the swoop. You know what? Point. You really are. I am. And still <laughs> somehow looks so much better than you. But, oh. <laughs> oh, but the swoop and poop, right? Now you've heard that term before, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, but every generation comes up and it's a thing. Um, yeah. But but on the designer thing real quick, I do want to talk about this because I think this is one of those things where there are a lot of ways you can go about it. So first of all, let's get back. Let, let's play, you know, the context disclaimer. Everything we share here depends on the context of who you are, where you are. Because if you took a project because you needed to get started, maybe you were a little looser on the agreement. Maybe, maybe it's a cash situation, whatever. Um, or you had a team on the bench and you really wanted to get them involved. Totally cool. It's it's not about you know shaming anybody for the way that you got the project. But once you get in, and if you have a situation where the client's like, look, we're going to manage the design. Right. You should send them the requirements. You should say, these are the things the design needs to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't call it web design. This came out of the Slack, right? Call it product design. Yeah, I like that too. Right. Because we used to do this thing called level setting at every kickoff. Right. And I think you could even do it before a kickoff. Like if you're if you're having what we used to call a chemistry call, like you're just getting on a call before the agreement um, is finalized where you can just see how do we get along? Do we laugh at the same jokes? Are we going to because when you're in a project like this, it's going to go for a long time and some things are going to go wrong. And it's important that you know who it is you're going into this with. Are you going to be able to get through it? Or does this person get annoyed really fast? Do they start blaming people really fast? Are they going to derail it? Or are you going to derail it because they remind you of something that happened once, right? Like whatever. Mm -hmm. But to me, what we used to do is we would go around the table and I would start and I would say, hey, everybody, nice to meet you. My name is Carl. My main job will be air cover and making sure that everything the team needs, the team gets. I've managed 272 web projects. And then it would go to the next person. By the time it got to the client, everybody on the engine team had said how many web projects they had managed. Yeah, they were like, Ugh. there was nobody under 30. Yeah. Right. I've been involved in 37 web projects. By the time it got to the client, they'd be like, my name is Steve. Uh, I am the head of the department. Yeah. And I have 
well, if you include my daughter's high school project, I have managed three web projects, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just like sitting there going, and my softball team. Yeah. Blah. Whipped up a good one there. Yep. You know, but and and this is again not to not to to shame clients or prospects, but they haven't done it. And until you ex you share with them, but it's setting the tone that you're the professional. Exactly right. And that's because that's what a lot of people miss the opportunity to do. We show up apologizing so much. Mm -hmm. I say, well, what do you do? You know, you know your customer. What should you do? But but the thing is, you're a guide for them. Mm -hmm through treacherous lands, <laughs> you know, to get to this great place. So, I mean, I, I guess that's a big part of it for me is level set, let them know who you are. And then when they say they have a designer, say you have a product designer, right? Even if you're doing right. a web project, still call it product. Yeah. I think that's important. Did, did you go through that at period three? Did you have like switches would come in? Yes, uh, it, it still happens. We just had it um, on a project uh, and we well, I just renegotiated. Like, we're like, okay, well, you know, I get it. You want to do this. This changes the scope. So we won't be doing this part. And and I did what you just said. I I, I said, here's the requirements. And I, I pulled some of the requirements out and made like that designer a sheet of things that we needed to make sure the project, you know, was accomplishing. Um, and I said, this is what we're going to, hold everything against when they, when they present a design and you like it, then we're going to have a chance to go through it and make sure it does these things. Um, you know, and, and I think even in the Slack channel, one of the main things they were talking about was like a lot of times what will happen is they'll bring in their designer or whatever, and there won't be any responsive um, models or anything. Like it'll just be like a illustrator document, you know, and you're like, <laughs> whoa, um, so there's no active state. There's no responsive that the designer doesn't understand, you know, a, a window of, a, a, you know, a browser window that moves, you know? Um, <clears throat> and so they do these dumb things. They put things on the edges of the screen. that can't Well, uninformed. Happen. They do uninformed things. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, you know, those are the things, you know, the thing is, you know what you need to build something, you know, what's good. You, you need to list that out and say like, cool, it needs to accomplish these things. And that gives you that sort of, I don't necessarily want to use the term CYA, but that's really what it is to say, it doesn't accomplish these things. We now have to, you know, work on this a little bit. And I know you wanted to save money, but, you know, here's where it's actually impacted that. Yeah. Now, I, I think, it, I remember in the, probably like 2005, we were working with a well-known web design company. I remember they they wanted us to help build out what they had done and they liked us because of our design integrity but they wanted to create the design and have us build it out because they didn't have you know that cap the capacity right. to build stuff out i remember the very first time they sent us psds and i was like what they weren't they and they weren't even like content templates or anything like that they mm -hmm. were just make it look kind of like this. Yep. So, so it's, it, and that, that's the thing. It's like, sometimes we make an us and them thing mm -hmm. with the client. And that's why I said, not dumb, uninformed like because, that. because they're not the enemy, mm -hmm. right? We have to, we have to work with them if we're going to create something great. But to me, that designer may not even want this. And, and I right. think you, you get to a point where you have to ask, that client, if you've already signed this agreement or the prospect, if not, 
what are you trying to accomplish in this? If it's saving money, you may end up hurting the overall impact of the product or project on your company. So you may, you may save a dime here and lose a dollar there. That's right. right? If it is brand integrity, then let us integrate them in with our team, mm -hmm. have them have an initial pass or, or be able weekly to see where we're going to make sure we're not violating brand guidelines. Hell, we worked, we worked with Siemens, man. They had seven volumes of brand guidelines, Ugh. many of which had no, it made it impossible for them to be on the web. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It was like, okay, this is great. And you have like a bajillion patents on technology, but you right. will not be on the web with these brand guidelines. Right. Right. right? But if you had an, if, if you had somebody who was kind of the liaison for brand, that's totally awesome. Like, let's do that. Right. That's great. But if this is a ego thing, mm -hmm. right. That's cool too, but I do think you need to list out those requirements. Depending on your process, don't change your process for them and don't right. let them become the enemy. Don't let them become the reason why, right? It's because the important. whole team will feel it and they'll collapse on themselves and you won't be able to get out of it. Now, one person in, in the Slack mentioned that they worked with a lot of advertising agencies and this was kind of the play. And to me, that is almost always an ego-based play. Every every ounce of ex experience I have working with the agency, it's always the creative director's ego. Yeah, they they like every time they don't want to give it up because also, if an advertising agency has hired you to to build the project, mm -hmm. it's because it's too important for them to do it in house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if it's too important for them to do it in house, that means it's got a chance of being high profile. Right. If it's got a chance of being high profile, that creative team wants to say they did it they want to claim it so see if you can do it as a team right we we were agency of record we were digital agency of record for advertising agencies probably about three years before i said no mas. <laughs> yeah yeah no we can't do it and the reason was they would commit to things that just weren't possible and that's that's the other challenge with if if the client is going to bring a designer they may not be educated on what is and isn't possible or what is and isn't effective. Mm -hmm. If you're building an e-com solution and they want to bring in somebody who's going to have any say over user interface, information architecture, goal flow, any of these types of things could be hurting, you mm -hmm. know, your ability to sell, mm -hmm. right? Mm. I like that. I, I like the one, uh, I forget who it was, was mentioning the design integration. This um, is great. Piece to the contract or to the project or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. It's like, oh, you've got your own designer. Well, you know, we have a design integration. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they said service, right? Design integration service. Mm -hmm. So you give us the design. I, I'm making this part up now because he didn't go into it in too much depth. But you give us the design and we enough. basically let you know the process mm -hmm. for bringing it to life. That's right. As well as any challenges, any things like that. But, mm -hmm. but I think, again, this gets to being the expert or at least being the professional Yeah. where somebody brings you something and say, oh, you need our design integration service. It's just a matter of fact thing, mm -hmm. right? It's if somebody's installing an AC unit. Oh, you know what? You need a new outtake flow. That's right. That's oh, I didn't even, I didn't know you were a doctor. Hmm. Thing? Uh, <laughs> you know, I like how you open it up though, because if, I'm probably reiterating that, but it's important to circle back to it because if 
you've made it all the way through to the point where you're now about to build things and this gets kind of sprung on you, I would say, well, how come that happened? Like, why wasn't that sort of exposed earlier on? Probably because you weren't talking enough. Probably yeah. because you weren't on the on the right level with um, talking to those people. I th- you just you hit on something really important. At one, congratulations, by the way. I got yeah. something right. <laughs> you got something right, Gene. <laughs> by golly, by gum, we'll took get me, through this yet. Took me twenty years. It's <laughs> eh. <laughs> still working. Okay, but <laughs> but no. When did it happen in the process? Mm-hmm. Did they mention it before you signed an agreement? Okay, brilliant design integration service, blah, blah, blah. Yep. We'll, we'll pack it in. And you know what? And even say, you know, we're going to have to bump up the proposal a little bit because we won't be able to use this afterwards to really share our mm-hmm. chops and That's what right. we do. Um, if it's after they signed it, okay, was it before design was presented? Okay, because if it was before any design was presented, then it's probably a financial concern, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to play, you know, private detective here, but, but then you have to say, okay, do we have a budget issue? What's going on? I have trust conversations with clients. We used to right. do it all the time. Hey, it feels like something's a little off. Could we just have a call and talk through how you're feeling mm-hmm. so that we can make sure that we're on the right page? So if it's before design is shown, maybe, maybe something else happened and they just think you're not in control or they disagree with something and they didn't tell you. No, and so now good. they're trying to take the wheel. They're trying to take mm-hmm. control. If it's after designs presented, probably don't like it, right? They're probably like, mm, that's no, yeah, we don't want that. Yep. Um, and have that conversation, right? But if it's if it's after you're you're down the path, mm-hmm. that feels that feels like something really went went off yeah. the rails. I would imagine it only really happens pre-agreement, post-agreement, and post-design presentation. Like mm-hmm. those seem like the only three places where, where you might get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agreed. Here's an idea is when they bring in that designer, maybe just give them a list of the content types and the different required templates for the build. Um, and if you can use, and I'm not, not in any way to intimidate this designer, but to just shake out mm-hmm. kind of their skill level. Yep. And maybe there's some sort of technical stuff you can share. Not, not again, not to intimidate or to, you know, disassociate them. If that word means make them feel uncomfortable, <laughs> which is what I was going for. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a great way to find out because again, they may not even want to do it. I would also, yes, you're right. I would also add at this point, it's a good point to check your own ego. Oh my God. Right. All I mean, we're, we're talking about somebody else's ego, but, but over the years I've, I've had to check my own ego because let's say you're talking to that designer and you're just like, well, I'm not here to teach that person how to do web design. You know, they should just let us do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hot. <laughs> but it's like you just said though you you might have to <laughs> you might have to you might have to give them the list of all the stuff that they have to consider and they, mm-hmm. and at that point they might go well hell i don't know what all this stuff is you know or you'll know they don't know all that stuff is and you know what you have to do because mm-hmm. remember the end goal is to get the damn thing done right yeah we, the, miss, and- we miss the mission of like get the shit done and get paid for it not like you know measure who's 
you know, got more experience or whatever. It doesn't I didn't know yeah. where you were going there. We started talking about Yay! measuring things. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, yeah, I love what you just said there because it, I'm on the measuring thing. I can't get I past it. I, got I can't get past it. <laughs> but but no, when you, when you start thinking about that designer and you have to check your ego, we we tried forever to get this Cincinnati punch clock to stay on the wall. <laughs> At yeah, our yeah. first office at Engine, right. because we wanted it to be an ego clock where you had to clock out your ego when you came in. You could clock it back out when you left. And mm -hmm. I think this is so important. If you if you get to a point where you know that you are becoming part of the problem, check yourself. Just you say, to. what what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But but I'll also say that the goal, yeah, the goal is to make sure that you are sustainable company and mm -hmm. you're getting paid for the work you're doing the goal is also to create a really successful client happy maybe if you can right. but if not at least to be able to say that project moved them forward mm -hmm. because that's where you, the new projects come from i was gonna say because if you don't do that and you have a like three or four of those ones that's like bad experiences in a row you won't get any more good ones like <laughs> it'll, no. it'll stop <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll start asking them. Do you have a designer? Yeah, you'll be just who cares? Could you please yeah. and maybe yeah. some developers actually yeah. do you want us to just say we did it? You can build it in house. <laughs> Send us, I don't know, five grand. Yep. And then we'll just act like we did it. Yep. It's a new business. You model. gotta be Gene, real careful. <laughs> I'm gonna open up a shop called Period Four. Period four. Or you just claim you did things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or or we could call it period three. I just didn't want hey. to crowd you. Oh. <laughs> I think I think we've solved this, Gene. We did. We solved it. Feeling pretty good. Yep. Done deal. Yep. <laughs> well, good luck everybody with those scenarios. Yeah, uh, I hope that really works for you. They're um they've been around a long time and uh, you know, it was a good idea hitting up Slack for that because I'm sure yeah. as you see there's a lot of people with experience in that. Yeah, and and if you're a bureau member, yeah, you're, I'm just saying you're in there. Yeah, join the bureau, get in the Slack, or Just check the problems. newsletter, or, do or the newsletter. That's where stuff goes. Gene, what's your what's your final your final take today? What's your hot take? What what you got going on there? Check your ego. Like just check like it. That. It's hard to do, man. You got to be. You either have to learn to be completely honest with yourself and want to actually achieve the things you claim, or hopefully, you're if you have a business partner, you have a relationship where you can check each other honestly and and not uh not go to bed angry. I'm going to let that stand because <laughs> I have checked my ego and I realize you have value too, Gene. Oh, you do. I do. What about you? What's your hot take? You don't, don't take clients that you don't want. Uh, you know, I, I mean, and I get the whole, we got to make money. We got to make payroll, but I, yeah. I, I want clients that have to win. I don't want clients that have to get the project done. That's right. Because if that project has to get done and that's urgent now, and then something else comes up, then it doesn't have to get done. And they're going to, and they're going to put it on hold and all these things, or they're going to show up and wonder. And if they have to win, if this project is just integral to their success, that's what I want. So choose your clients wisely, make sure they line up with who you are and what you want and your skills aren't overlapping and all those things. It's funny how the things you say no to, Build your business in the direction you want to go into more so than the ones you say yes to. That, that's life, man. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Is. It. it is. All right. Solving problems. What's up?
Cash and checks making sound effects. I'm done. I know how to do it now. <laughs> All right, man. Until next week. In the meantime, sign up for that newsletter. Get the rest of this intel. Let's go. All right. Thank you.